I got a bratty brother, he bugs me every day. And this morning, my old mother, she gave my last cupcake away. My dad acts like he belongs, he belongs in the zoo. I'm the saddest kid in grade number two. Oh, hey, well, welcome to uh, We Shot Mr. Burns. I am Andrew Hilbert. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Cockroach Conservatory Spacecast and Nuclear Beaches on the Southeast Sports Moron. <laughs> <laughs> That's appropriate. Uh, I'm Miguel. Uh, you may remember me from such podcasts as Books and Beer and 10 Things I Hate About Me. Uh, and my name is Trey uh, Hudson, and you may know me from the Clown Nose Painting Podcast and Southeast Sports uh, Tennis Shoes Podcast. Those are good podcasts. Good podcast. yeah. so, it's weird because there's no sound. It's just the sound of someone tying their shoes. It's ASMR. And so, yeah, and then you can't see it, but someone's pointing to the Southeast on a map. Yeah, that's, that's that entire podcast. It's fucking art. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this week we have uh, two special guests. Nina has actually been on a podcast before. We're going to have to bleep that out. No. That's right. Uh, has been on a podcast before. I'm Nina. You may know me from such things as, uh, you know, the the Simpson soup 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 core. <laughs> That's a good one. Grab a spoon. How do you spell that? It's like a Simpson Simpson. How many S I M's are in there? <laughs> Just give me off this. <laughs> and uh, special guest uh, Hillary. Hey. I'm Hillary Villa. You may know me from such podcasts as Alone in My Attic All Day Working. Ah. <laughs> and that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's a good podcast. That's, that's a good podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is her first ever podcast. Well, this would be her second ever podcast if we're including that fake one. What fake one? Fake what she just said. That's oh, it. that's it. That's it, Miguel. <laughs> that's, that's the podcast, too. It's like, explain something and guess. That's it. Yeah. That, that's fucking it. We could do episodes real quick. Yeah. They're snappy. Five, five six minutes. <laughs> so, uh, Trey, did you pick out a trivia question? Yes, I have a trivia question ready for Can everybody. you read it for the audience? I here? would love to do that. All right. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, poster Pal Poser. Marge thinks number 280, excuse me, was right about what? I'm going to read the question again. Wait, wait, hold on. You're wrong because that's a, that, that one, that question corresponds to the poster that I do not have. It's a, it's a poster. Two eight, and number 280 is, the, is, is, is a number of an outline on a poster. Yeah. No, that, no, 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 no. That's not the question. Let me ask the question again, okay? Read the whole thing. I'm going to read the whole thing, okay. Okay. and let me finish this time. This is going to be fun. Andy, Hilby. <laughs> All right, you ready? Poster, pal, poser, colon. Marge thinks number 280 was right about what? The Comet? Homer ending up in a mental institution or Patty and Selma's old maid lifestyle. Yeah, but we don't know who number 280 is. Yeah, we, we see. So 280 would be an outline on a poster. Yeah. I don't wow. get what's going on right now. <laughs> okay, well, let me see that. Let me see that card. Read, read it. Read it. You read we it and tell me if you see anything high. different about this. Yeah, okay. So 
There would be a poster, and they'd all have no. Oh, is there a poster in this? He said he doesn't have it. Is what he said. Yeah. Ah. So, 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 some questions always correspond. What? To what poster? Uh, Are you talking about uh, this poster oh, right here, dog? Uh, well, that's an outline of the actual posters. No, no, that's right. Poster. Okay. So number two eighty. We have to look at this. <laughs> I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna pass it around. We're gonna stick with this question. And then, yeah, we're sticking. We're, we're gonna see it through. Very and just so you guys know, I pulled out a poster from the trivia box, and and there are character outlines. So you have to guess who. Okay. Yeah. Who's in the numbers? There's there's some telltale things. I can't even find two eighty. It's on the bottom. Bottom right. It's it's closer to the end because there's like, you know, three through something. Because there's 311 on there. Okay. 280's right there. This is great for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know there was a poster in there. All right, so what are the options? Okay, so poster pal poser. Marge thinks number 280, which was his mom. I mean, uh, Marge's mom. Who we saw a young version of in today's episode. Yeah, we did. Uh, was right about what? The comet, Homer ending up in a mental institution, or Patty and Son was old maid lifestyle? Old so, maid lifestyle. Old maid lifestyle, I also say. That's I certainly that. No, B, Homer ending up in a mental institution. Will you read the answer? I will read the answer. Homer ending up in a mental institution yeah, Michelle wins. Wow. Yeah. Which is a good thing we're editing this trivia question <laughs> to do a real good uh, question that's good for listeners. Do we want to do another question right now? No. no. Are you sure? No, we don't want to spend no. more time we with We went this? balls to the wall. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm positive. <laughs> All right. I'm happy with what you purchased, what you did. Thank I'm you. I, I could, yeah. Thank you, Miguel. This was season, uh, what, what episode number was this? Five. Episode five. Episode five of season one. <laughs> wow. That was a question, dog. Episode five of season one, Moaning Lisa. So, what initial thoughts? Well, if I could, so. Um, no, we, we can't. <laughs> so we had an introduction to uh, for last or last episode but Hillary we haven't had an episode uh, introduction for her. so what we do is we just kind of want to say what your experience has been with the Simpsons and if you haven't seen a lot of it then that's fine but kind of like uh, if you remember it growing up or, or you know what it, how it was watching the Simpsons in South Central Wisconsin why did you have to bring South Central Wisconsin into anything? Because well, I don't, I don't know, know about how I don't it understand was. how that's pertinent. A lot of cheese. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot of cheese eating. No, but so how... Well, in South it? Central Wisconsin, uh, Homer Simpson doesn't really appear yellow because we're, we eat so much cheese that everyone's a slight yellow tinge and so it's a much more realistic show we also have faces oh. you didn't even know similar. it was animated until yeah. today yeah. wow yeah. It took a really long time until i moved to chicago the only city in the world that has cool people living in it apparently mm. yeah there's something to called diversity <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's the home of cheese curds so, you know. but so what's the experience with the simpsons growing up uh you know i we actually didn't have a lot of TV in my household growing up, so I didn't watch The Simpsons too regularly until I got a little bit older. And um, at first, I didn't really get the appeal. Sorry, guys. 
I know. No, no, a lot of big fine. fans here. No, I didn't create the Simpsons. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's so hard to catch up because it's so popular. It's been going on for so long, and you have to kind of cherry pick through the best episodes. But it's 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 an amazing show. I love it now. There's a whole cottage industry that popped up, like people talking on podcasts about Simpsons episodes. What Super fucking hacks, right? Idiot. Come up with an original idea. I know. Please. Super profitable. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen yeah. that yet. Though. Yeah. Uh, so you said you didn't have a lot of TV in your house growing up. Not for a very long time. But now, but now you have about thirty-two inches of TV. <laughs> oh HD, my God. right? Uh, sixty-five inches. Oh, sixty-five oh. inches. Be careful! Don't insult the. Yeah, you really <laughs> cut that TV. in half yeah. exactly, almost. Uh, One, just two, two just three. Just two or two. No, we have three. Okay, you, fine. You know it's pretty awesome, and you can't count your the TV. sunroom. <laughs> the one in the sunroom. Oh, three. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Three. Uh, so, Moaning Lisa, Nina, do you want to just you want to do the synopsis of the of the episode? Um, yeah, I can try. I'll, yeah, I'll break try. it down. Break it down. So, I, I love the opening scene. It starts with Lisa staring in the mirror, silent in the bathroom. And it's a pretty long stretch, and Homer's banging on the door, and Lisa's inconsolable. She's just downright sad, and she doesn't know why. In the episode, they just go through different scenarios illustrating how sad she is and she's not just sad because of like something trivial she's depressed she's got the blues she's got the blues this is the second time the bathroom has been used to illustrate loneliness and sadness yeah art yeah was last episode was in the bathroom by himself in total silence. <laughs> and people were worried about him. And, and this one, it opens with Lisa staring at herself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of thinking goes uh, on in the bathroom. Did you see the brand of the toothpaste, anybody? No. no. It was Gloom. Gloom. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. 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 Great, great, great. Well, yeah. no wonder she's so fucking sad. <laughs> <laughs> she's rubbing that gloom on her teeth every morning. Yeah. Okay, then what happens? Um, what else? So then she, yeah, she's trying to resolve her sadness. Oh, there's also like a subplot of um, Homer and Bart spend a lot of time together. Yeah. And they start playing video games and Homer sucks and Bart's real mean about it to him. And then Homer gets paranoid that Bart's going to knock his head off. So that's a, that's a side story. Yeah, that was, that was ultimately, the interesting story of the... Yeah, that, well, that was like the sub... The plot B, B. Story. plot B story, but A story. What was the big thing? She was playing her saxophone, and she got reprimanded for getting creative. And then she ultimately found the key to her happiness when she met the dude. Bleeding gums, bleeding gums, bleeding gums, losing out on the on the bridge at night. And then she learned how to express herself. And there was a beautiful scene with her mom. Yeah, she wrote a song. Yes, she did. So here's a uh, co-wrote a song. All right, don't take a co-writing credit away from Bleeding Gums Murphy. Okay, That's true. yeah, I won't. I won't. <laughs> There's a history of African American artists not getting their due for for songwriting, and here you go trying to perpetuate it. I know. Why can't I go back to South Central Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> there were two great. Jokes delivered by Bleeding Gums Murphy in succession. And one of them was, uh, you write, you play pretty well for someone with no real problems. Yeah, that was a great, yeah, that was a great line. God, what was the other line? It was like in the same, oh, how'd you get that name? You ever been to the dentist? <laughs> yeah, not me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, those are great, great jokes. Uh, this was a pretty... 
This was my favorite episode. So, so far? So far, really? By far. I think okay. it, was, it was like the most complex episode. There was a lot going on. You can really, you relate it with uh, Lisa's sad boy thing? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, like everything that they were hitting on, like from the beginning, you're talking about the bathroom scene. Like we shared a bathroom. Everyone shared one bathroom. So whenever you're trying to share the time and then Bart runs in, Homer's been banging on the door to get in after Lisa. And as soon as Lisa comes out, Bart runs in and slams the door. Like that was, that was a sweet little scene. Yeah. Uh, him searching for his keys in the beginning and Bart just fucking with him the whole time as he's trying to find his keys. Uh, leaving Lisa, the keys in locks. Sorry to interrupt, but like leaving yeah. the keys in your lock. Yeah. I've done that on multiple occasions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a common know. thing. I don't know why you're pointing Definitely. at me. No one no can see you. No wonder Hillary <laughs> locks you out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool also that there were there were moments in it when Lisa went to school, right? And you could relate with Lisa having that type of sadness that is really hard to illustrate. But then she goes to school, and then uh, she was like, talking about the food fight and she said i just don't want to participate and then mashed potatoes hit her in the face <laughs> or she's at dodgeball and she yes, doesn't want to play is. but she's still getting pegged with the balls yeah. i was like man what a great illustration of how that shit works as a grown-up like you you could feel that way all the time and everybody goes through it and you're like man i just don't want in life today i don't want to do this shit and then meanwhile you're still getting pelted with mashed potatoes <laughs> there's still shit you have to do you like can't, that. like, you can't choose not to participate in some things. Like, you just can't duck out. And yeah. that's kind of what she's learning as she's going through. Like, you could you could cope with it. You could deal with it. You can make Simpsons podcast about it or do Cockroach Conservatory shit. <laughs> but the, you got to find the outlet for that. I you love got the, the blues. You got to play the blues. The you coach do comes in and the coach is like, Lisa, why aren't you moving when the ball's at you? And she doesn't answer. And she's like, because I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like adults, like. Why do you, why do you just let shitty things happen to you? And it's like I don't know because it's out. Of, I don't I know. know how else to live. Yeah, this is super yeah. layered. Episode. Yeah, they go it was deep. Great. Yeah, it was deep. awesome. But uh, but what do we think about Marge's advice to be yourself at the end? I feel like that's like the message. Yeah. <laughs> but on the on the other side of it, it's like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. in reality. You can't be yourself when you're out in public. When you go to go to your job, go to. I mean, she's setting her up for failure ultimately, right? Yeah. Be yourself until you get to be like 18. Then when you go out into the real world, hide your feelings again because your boss doesn't care if you're really sad and depressed. You still have to make that money. I think yeah. the saddest part was Marge. You, I think Marge at the end, she was like, be yourself. And then when you can't smile or like, I'll take I'll your smile sadness for both and of I'll us. smile for both of us and like, yeah. I'll swallow it. And I'm like, oh man, so the mom just gets Yeah, but in, we're in telling her. But look, she had the dream about her mom telling her that and you saw her wrestle with that and she initially repeated the pattern, right? Of yeah. saying what her mom said and then she redacted that statement and that was a way of telling but she didn't to show her to show her like hey i learned from my like what my mom did and i shouldn't pass that on to you you to her daughter she didn't do that but for herself continuing to do it to herself so that was still kind of like a bittersweet and i was like oh that's cool that marge has grown however she's like taking a taking one for lisa yeah, know. but at least, you know, you can fill in the gaps and say she's better equipped as an adult to maybe deal with those things. Whereas, like, passing that to your kid is maybe the more condemnable. She's a better mom than thing. her mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Different generation. Yeah. So, in regards to Hillary's point, I don't think that 
this episode wasn't saying this at all. You know, of course, you know, that message of plainly be yourself is pretty simplistic, right? Mm -hmm. But there's this idea that we have one true self without any context. And I think that's because of social media. It's like you go on Facebook and you're everything to everybody. So you get a lot of pretend, right? Mm -hmm. But the truth is when you go hang out with your mom and dad, you're a little bit different. Version. You're fucking 12. Again. Right, right. Yeah. But when you go to work, you got to pay someone. You can still be yourself, but you're a different version of yourself. Yeah. Not, none of them are lies. They're just contextual. Yeah, but in that moment, so her telling her, is, uh, it, it wasn't necessarily be yourself as much as it was like, if you're sad, be sad. That's what she said explicitly. And she was like, and we'll be there for If you're yeah. sad, we'll, and we'll be, be there, there with for you. We'll, we'll be there with you. And, we'll and when, when you're happy, happy again, we'll be there again. Yeah. It's it was, more like feel how you feel. Don't let other people tell you how yeah. to feel, kind of. And it was like, find yes. your pack of family dogs so that you can all <laughs> well, exactly. Well, it was sad for me. It was Homer's reaction to her sadness. Yeah. It's funny, but I kind of struggle with uh, what Homer was saying, too, because I'm not a very deep individual, as you can tell by me being on the Simpsons podcast. Being real quiet hey, here in this one. You notice how quiet Miguel got when we started talking about that real shit. I was like, Ooh, it's no. like, no, like, never mind. No, but it's... <laughs> But it's like Homer, so Lisa was like uh, bearing her soul to her dad and, her, and her, he couldn't deal with her. He just doesn't, he lacks, the, he doesn't have the tools. So to give so, you the idea, as soon as she's saying like, he's like, hop up on my, on my <laughs> knee, girl, tell me what's going on. Yeah. And then as soon as she gets up and says how sad she is, Homer's like, wee, like bouncing <laughs> her on her knee. Like, forget about that. Forget about that. But you get to see all the different coping mechanisms, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, he's like walking I, you through I, it. I know, like, oh, my stomach hurts. Like, oh, I'm, I'm angry. I'm Those crazy. Are, <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy, yeah. Those are the emotions he knows. But isn't that fucking beautiful that they could say or they could, like, illustrate all those things in, like, a 20-minute episode, yeah. and you resonated what Homer with what Homer was going through. Yeah. And there's Each plenty of women of yeah. and other people that are empaths that are male or transgender people out there that might be listening to me. I'm going to hit on all of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see that and be like, yeah, I could I could uh, understand more the like bury the feelings and try and get them out later kind of thing. Yeah. But that's cool. That's and cool. Homer to illustrate was like all those a things. pretty involved parent this episode. Even if he wasn't that skilled, he was at least like playing video games right. with his kid. Yeah. Like he went to, to the arcade. Even if he was just trying to yeah. whoop Bart's yeah. ass, yeah. he was still he was still spending time with him though. You know that was yeah. one of the things. And that kid at the arcade was so weird. He was drawn weirdly. He, he had a button. He nose. had beady eyes too. He didn't yeah, have any. He didn't have any yeah, eyes. Yeah, his eyes. He was Are like they this. trying to say from like him being close to the screen like that? Like <laughs> fucked with his eyes the yeah, whole time. They didn't know about the dangers of video games back then. <laughs> I mean, they obviously didn't know shit about video games because that would look like an Atari system that they were playing, and those graphics yeah, were more those graphics were like SNES. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, it would have been Sega Genesis because there's blood. Well, I was gonna say this is well, this is pre Sega Genesis. This is pre-Sage. Yeah. but it was, it was it was like Mortal Kombat before Mortal Kombat, right? Right. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, I think, was the first one with blood. Yeah, but it was on the Sega Genesis. Okay. Yeah. 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 So what we're talking about in one scene in which Homer and um, Bart are playing the video game, which is it's just it's like Mike Tyson Mike knocks punch out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Except more, but they had like Mac, Mac looked like. 
We, we know. We know in the video game lore that it's not the same. Yeah. We're just saying for reference. Dude, I'm hyperventilating over He's about to nerd out on this, this video game shit. Yeah, you can say triggered in this podcast. Right, cool. uh, Homer also had one of my favorite jokes. This related to the whole how, how to deal with Lisa. And uh, Marge said something, oh, Bart does this and Maggie does this. And, oh, we have a little girl turning into a woman. And... And Homer's like, oh, so it's an underwear thing. <laughs> yeah, that was great. There was another really cool moment. Uh, you're Who had siblings here? I know it. Does everyone have siblings? Everyone raise your hand for all the podcasts. Everyone listeners. has. Everyone raise their hands. Okay. So having the other sibling or even if you had pets. Can I go that far? I didn't have pets. But, uh, I had a goldfish. Whenever... Bart and Lisa are having the standoff in the living room. Maggie's on the couch in the middle or next to the couch. Anyway, they make a little triangle and Maggie's in the middle and they're like, come to whoever you like best. Right. Yeah. And Maggie's looking to both. She, she's got the pacifier in trying to decide. And eventually, uh, Lisa's like, you know what? Just go to whoever you could go to Bart. Cause she's sad. And, uh, Maggie walks up and hugs the TV. That was a, that was a, that was a good moment. Because the TV didn't make her choose. That's yeah, right. Yeah. But, but it's also... That was uh, like yeah. one of the biggest arguments of the time too, right? Is like the TV raising children. Exactly. Whether or not yeah. it's a good thing, whether or not it's a bad thing. Right. It's commentary on society. And the, yeah. the parents who, you, who let their children be raised by TV. You know? Yeah, exactly. The, the, the very medium it's on, it's criticizing, but it's also kind but of... But it's also... It's also criticizing... The society exactly, that which is so it's like a cir- twisted. Circular because even sitting here, yeah. even sitting here, you can decide what position they were taking. Because Bart and Lisa were both being shitty yeah. to Maggie in that moment, and the TV was even off, which I think was an important part yeah. of that scene. The hum's gone. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> gone about it. It's yeah. just like a TV that's not even on, and she still chose the TV. Yeah. So yeah, that was a cool scene. Uh, I'm gonna take issue with Meta before Meta. I'm gonna sound a real dickhead right now. Okay. Real. Did you just say actually. Just put. I'm a real. I'm gonna be a real <laughs> learned gentleman right now. I'm reading. It all started uh, with the same. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Correct me if I'm pronu- uh, pronunciations wrong here. Oh Jesus. Mihal. Uh, <laughs> tortillas. <laughs> yeah. I'm reading tortillas. Uh, no. Uh, I'm reading Don Quixote. That shit is meta, dude. Yeah. And that yeah. shit was written in the 1500s. Okay. Yeah. It's modern as fuck, and it's pretty funny. You should read it. You'd That's like the it. first novel, right? It's one of the is first, it, like... That's one of the first novels uh, right there. Did you read what? it in Espanol? Yes, it is. Uh, I, no, no hablo. It's <laughs> funny that you say that, okay? And it's funny that you're reading Don Quixote right now, because I, I have a toilet book. <laughs> what? I have a toilet book. That tracks. You guys know about toilet books? Yeah. You guys yeah. keep yeah. a book on the toilet. Hey, man, you have to promote my book up All right. here. All right. <laughs> I didn't say toilet stories, oh. okay? I said toilet that's right. yeah, book. Yeah. So, uh, Roberto Bolaño's between parentheses, it's like essays and it's like a fragmented autobiography for like the last five years of his life. But he talks about Don Quixote and how it was one of the first novels and how reading it in Spanish is totally different than reading it in English. Uh-huh. Boom. Boom. Full circle. Like well, just read that as I was taking a shit yesterday. 
<laughs> you sounded so freaking smart. <laughs> Sticking that. That's yeah, I was, I was pooping. <laughs> oh, but the other way to take that is that's what he reads in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 I read other people's status updates. <laughs> I take screenshots and I send them to my friends to make fun of. My life, you know, I also spend a lot of time crying in the bathroom. <laughs> With your gloom toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, my gloom toothpaste, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I just bang on the door. <laughs> Andrew, ride the horsey! Ride the horsey! <laughs> Talk to teach Whoa. and ride the horsey, dude. <laughs> so um, this episode makes me want to see like a, maybe it's already happened. Um, but like a, you know the movie Whiplash. Yeah, that's a fucking good ass movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh that, was this the drama movie? Drum, right. Yeah, that's a good. So movie. That's a horror that's movie. That's a fucking yeah. awesome horror movie. I want to see the Simpsons Lisa version of Whiplash. Her going through band and the band teacher like trying to get the best out of her. Yeah, and her having her jazz solo in the yeah, end, yeah, like yeah, her yeah. sax solo. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a treehouse of horror. One. Yeah, but nobody in Whiplash is happy. No, just well, like that is. Paul Reiser. Yeah. You know, because of the popcorn and the raisinets. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, he puts, they, they go to the, the and theater. And they mix it. And they mix the popcorn and the raisinets together. Is this a Mad About You reference? <laughs> no, man. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Can we have a Mad About You podcast? <laughs> that, could be, that could be that April, April Fool's. Fools. We're going to do a Mad About You podcast. Yeah. Okay. If we're fucking still doing this by April 1st of next year, oh, where's the, let's where's fucking the... throw a party. Let's just like, let's throw a party. Yeah, we're going to watch April... five episodes of Mad About <laughs> Mad You. Mad About You. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Mad About You. Yeah. Helen Hunt pre-Twister. Uh, yep. Yeah. Twister. That Twister. That's a movie nobody fucking cares about anymore. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! You offended somebody. Hey, growing up in the Midwest makes you sensitive to tornadoes, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's, a, oh, it's a vivid plot line, and I can't believe you're dissing it so You and your earthquake privilege. What is Austin's natural disaster? Uh, Wind? Br- like strong breeze. <laughs> strong breeze. Wind. Drought. Pollen. <laughs> Pollen. Yeah. Yeah. Hippies. Yeah. Hippies, oh. hippie pollsters, bang it, boom! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's all right. So there's a couple things uh, I wanted to talk about. Okay, Marge cupcake cupcakes for breakfast again with this I fucking think cupcake shit. Muffins and cupcakes mix. I, they, there's some because the the cupcakes are also brown. They look like yeah, muffins. Like brand. Yeah, we need yeah. to research this, if they use, they flip terms or something. No, no, this is older. <laughs> I think the animators must have had a problem. There must have been because. Uh, but the, who has the animation for wasn't done yeah. in America. But the thing is, what sensible person wouldn't change the cupcake? Just change the word to muffin. Yeah. If yeah. they got the animation wrong, just but, change it. Well, because I would say this is because nobody's eating cupcakes in the they a. do the animation based on the words, right? Cupcakes and muffins are two different, you know, mouth movements. But either either they're having cupcakes for breakfast, which is bizarre. No, no, no. she or, was she was offering them to take them to school. But they were eating a right No, no it, was for yeah, breakfast. it was for breakfast. It was for breakfast. It was for breakfast, dog. Both times it's been breakfast, and both times it's been oh, muffins. Breakfast cupcakes. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like it's known cake. as muffins. No. <laughs> Will you stop squeaking, Miguel? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, no, Nina, Nina I, I, you, you turned to me and said, those are muffins. <laughs> they are muffins. They are muffins. We're gonna have to research this because that there's yeah. there's a story there. I will. We yeah. maybe in the early '90s it was more like it, cupcake was used broadly for anything in the. That's what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. the word muffin wasn't invented until 1991. Uh, 
I'm good. Highly doubt. <laughs> I don't know. I also don't, don't think that's possible. Wrong, really. I, yeah, I also don't think that's possible. I think it's more plausible that somebody fucked up in the Simpsons it, it animation like, or writing or some shit. Why was can't fucked. we just assume that she made a mistake saying it? Um, that's possible. Wow. But Marge is. Marge is pretty perfect. Marge yeah. is pretty infallible. Speaking yeah, I don't know if she speaking would. Speaking of Marge, there was no... Uh, There's no what, Miguel? No, there was an instance of sexy Marge. There was an instance Yes, there was. Okay. What? Which you one? know what? Okay, this is our, the sexy Marge segment. Thank you. All right. So what, what was it? The sexy Marge segment was when she got angry at how her daughter was being treated, whipped that car around, oh, yeah. brought it back okay. in, oh, and then yeah. just said, this is how you be from now on. Like You're going to be yourself. Oh, I can dig it. Yeah, sexy Marge. Well, Boom! Sexy March. That was that would be the one I was gonna think of, but <laughs> I didn't want to belittle any character in the show. Okay, right, right Nina. Thinking right, someone Hillary. thinking someone is sexy is not belittling. Okay, it is not belittling to be attracted to someone. All right. Saying someone that someone is sexy. I think we're about to get red pill. And saying <laughs> that's why I want to open it up, yeah. just in case. I mean, this let's is see, this is good. I am moving on. To, to believe that someone is attractive is not in itself um, wrong or disagreeable or anything like offensive. For what reasons you find that person sexy may marginalize them, but the act in thinking that someone is attractive is not. Well, it's also how you act on it. Like, I guess you can think whatever you want internally, right? But the way you act on it. Yeah, exactly. We and at some point you have to realize you're a fucking animal, and that's okay. Pooper, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is one of your Bolaño essays, dude. (laughs) Don't mess up the sexy March segment, dude. Yeah, I'm not gonna mess it up. I'm just saying I'm trying to protect ourselves in future sexy March segments. I'm laying the groundwork to allow sexy March to continue. Oh yeah. Okay. Sexy March is continuing. Yeah. All right, the other thing was, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, um, Lisa meets Bleeding Gums Murphy on the same bridge that Homer was going to commit Kelsey, suicide yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know if you've seen that episode. The Circle the of Life. Episode. Yeah. yeah. Homer was going to kill himself on that on that um, bridge, and was it Marge drives up with the kids? Or yeah. Herself, yeah. So, yeah. essentially saves him. And then it's fine, kind of funny that her, his daughter goes to that same Whenever bridge. she's feeling depressed. Yeah. Well, actually, she Whoa. heard Bleeding Gums Murphy... On there, what? Yeah. yeah, shit's dark. Yeah, shit's dark. Well, I thought I thought he was there to kill himself. Actually, because he was sitting, oh, yeah, he was sitting oh. right on the edge and he was playing the no, blues. And, no, yeah. he's too happy. No, yeah, I think he just uses that as inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I choose. To. I'm just he, saying that they could have had him be anywhere, but they had him sitting yeah. at the edge of a bridge. I think there was sort of like a. Like an implication you were supposed to help that was supposed to help set the mood. So yeah, let, no, let's talk about this too. That's a good point. Yeah, um, I have two things. First thing, Miguel, you you uh, very tactfully skirted the sexy Marge segment <laughs> without saying what moment you thought. No, no, no. Was sexy I, I, Marge. I said that there. I didn't think there was a moment. Okay, there was oh, a yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that. I didn't as soon catch as those that tires screeched. I felt an uncomfortable <laughs> tingle. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the last. Like, whoa, yeah. baby. Every Marge, time we think it's the last, pump Marge, the comes, comes back. Pump the yeah. brakes, Marge. Pump the brakes. And let's talk. Let's talk about the other theme, though. We keep talking about blues music. Let's talk about blues music. That was that was something that was Stevie Ray Vaughan, baby. Stevie, yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'm, actually, I'm actually a Stevie Ray Vaughan fan, dude. I grew up with Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'm from Texas. I feel like. It's it's a point of pride at this point for how many people hate Stevie Ray Vaughan to be like you know what that that white boy was just doing his thing, 
It, it brought him some joy. Let him fucking shred Texas Flood. Let him be. Straight Stevie up. Ray Vaughan. On the blues front, I hate the saxophone. That's part of the reason. See, yeah. I'm glad we opened this blues <laughs> yeah. segment up. I've always, this, me and the saxophone, as soon as the saxophone comes on, I'm just like, this song is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> and the saxophone was very popular, at least for me in the 80s, yeah. 90s so you time. Did Bill Clinton played the saxophone? Bill Clinton, he did. And I, I yeah, yeah he, he went down a notch. Went yeah. down a peg, yeah. in my estimation. I will say this. like our, The first time you were in San Antonio, I think, uh, you came to my house and I made like shrimp tacos and shit and I was trying to be real cultured right real mm-hmm. cultured so I put my iPod on <laughs> put some fucking Charles Mingus on some fucking jazz <laughs> and about five minutes in he was like can we change this <laughs> nice I was like I totally hate this music <laughs> I like I like what you like <laughs> yeah. uh, who's your favorite band okay let me down oh yeah me too <laughs> Lisa I mean I like the blue, the bluesy saxophone I, I had some heart I got into it for the yeah. episode the song so. is great yeah, and I like that Lisa plays. That yeah, probably the only thing I like about the saxophone is that Lisa plays it. And it was the vehicle. It was the creative yeah. outlet for this episode to say like, yeah. it was obviously creative people writing it, producing it, animating it to say when I feel this way, this is how I get out of it. Yeah. And also, it's hilarious yeah. that she plays a saxophone just because yeah. she's so little and it's so. Yeah. But also, it's hard like carry around like an electric bass and an amp to <laughs> the bridge yeah. to learn Truth. how to play some guys. So yeah. yeah. Also she also had a story. great blues voice. She really, she belted out that that blues. Speaking of, my friend Mark, uh, he he had the tape of the Simpsons Sing the Blues, and that was one of the songs on there. It's a really good song. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's I, really good. It's, it, it's, I remember, well, it's a song, certainly. <laughs> it's just I'm remembering it, because as, yeah. as, as soon as she started singing, I'm like, oh, shit, I remember yeah. that song. Yeah. And I started singing along with it. Um, and then so, I heard Ble- Bleeding Goes Murphy, played by actor Ron Taylor, who also, if you guys don't know, did the song, uh, did the voice Audrey too in uh, the Little Shop of Horrors. Oh wow! From nineteen eighty two, yeah. Did he do anything else? Uh, just actor and you know NYPD Blue and stuff like that. He died in two thousand two. Man, he missed the world. No, I guess he didn't really miss. He saw the very beginning. He saw of the a bunch collapsing. of it. the world collapsing. He saw, he saw a some long shit. Time. He saw some yeah. shit. Yeah, he did. What year was he born? Uh, Fifty two. Yeah, he saw some shit. Yeah. So do you um, do you want to talk about who wrote it? Who wrote it? Writers Al Jean and Mike Reese. Wow, Al Jean. Al Jean is something so, that is in the sea. Well, he's 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 a he's a showrunner, isn't he? He's a showrunner to this day. Pretty sure he is. Al, let's see who the, who the current showrunner is. I think Al Jean's been the showrunner for like twenty years, basically. Did you already say what the couch gag was? No. What was the couch gag? <laughs> couch gag. Everyone gets on the couch, pops uh, Maggie, like squeezed in and pops Maggie off the couch. That's right. She yeah. gets caught. And chalkboard gag was, I will not instigate. Revolution. Revolution. I thought it was a good chalkboard gag. It was the first one that I. It was I, the first good one. <laughs> yeah, it was the first good one. Yeah. They got it, a little chuckle. Is it couch gag? Is there usually a reference later in the show? Like the whole Maggie thing, and she had to ends up not picking either one of her family members. Is that like related back? That's Is a that- good. That's mm. a good. Well, she got squeezed off the couch, and this episode had nothing to do with Maggie. Well, the, no, well, the, Maggie she has never. So, does. I mean, well, she has episodes Later. dedicated to her. Yeah, but the fact that she was so integral to the story with "Choose Me, Choose Me," 
you know, Maggie was the focus of that couch gag. Yeah. But Maggie, sometimes, I, I don't know. That's a good question. We have to, we're going to have to look into that. Let's keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. It's who's the showrunner? It's still Al Jean. Still Al Jean. Yeah. Dude. So he's been with wow. it for a while, yeah. since the beginning. He wow. kind of sucks. Wow. Because in the, very, in, in the first, like, 13 or 14 seasons, they switched showrunners, like, every two years, right? Kept things fresh. Al Jean never left. He stayed on. From when he turned the showrunner, he stayed on. Why does that suck? Why are you hating on that? Well, well, because he kind of ushered. He, he kind of presided over the era where it was no longer like uh, w- when a star made a cameo appearance, they weren't just who their character, right? They, they weren't themselves. They were sometimes other characters or whatever in the show, and that's how they would guest star. But then the show became all about those cameos. Like the story revolved around their cameo. You know right. what I mean? Right. And so the show kind of got stale. Rather than commenting on pop culture, it was at the same time commenting on pop culture while trying to be the discussion rather than discussing other pop culture. Other things. They yeah. became the discussion. And you can't help it. It just got so popular. How could you help it? I mean, it's tough. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't Al Jean's fault. It's not Al Jean's fault. He's yeah. a good. It's my fault. He wrote this last episode. <laughs> the one he was one of the writers, yeah. And that was a great episode. It was a great episode. Was a great episode. Yeah, he's a great writer. Yeah. Showrunner, he's probably a fine showrunner. And a lot of these things you can't help. I mean, they're a machine now. It's like Mickey Mouse, right? You yeah. can't. You it's can't on the stop level. The is it owned cartoon. by Disney? Now it is owned by Disney. Damn. But here's the thing can you think of a bad Mickey Mouse cartoon? I can't think of many Mickey Mouse cartoons. <laughs> I can think of many. I think of many all the time. Um, one of uh, Bleeding Gum Murphy's jokes. The blues isn't about feeling better. It's about making other people feel worse and making a few bucks while you're at it. <laughs> That's, That's great. good. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the uh, this is, I think, the second call, uh, prank call to Moe's Tavern. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there a good Is this the first? Yeah. Did we see Miss Krabappel before we did? There was no Miss Krabappel. It was the. It looked like the back. We of saw. The we may were. Yeah, we saw the back. Possibly. Of and there possibly. was. And, and one of the dorky kids in the class, uh, the band class, had the same voice as Nelson Muntz, but was not Nelson Muntz. Yeah. All right. So so Trey, this is your favorite episode so favorite. far. Number one, Nina. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I you know I I forgot that the Simpsons go there. They go into real shit. And they they, they went there, and it was good. Hillary. It's the favorite one that I've watched for this podcast, <laughs> which is which Diplomat. is actually saying something because you know a lot of times you're watching a show and you're not thinking about it, yeah, as much. So um, I'm not sure it's my favorite, but it's up there. Yeah, it's an intellectual exercise. This podcast, it is. Did your did your my, my I always when Marge was being a good mom to Lisa, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, love it. Do you, yeah. do you feel that? Eat. Sorry, I feel like that's <laughs> no. A bad I'm question. trying to figure out if my mom's gonna listen to this because I'm on it. Uh, she probably will because she does. She's like that. We'll bleep this. Mom, I love you, and you're the best. And uh, the part where <laughs> 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 the part where she was being a great uh, a great mom to to Lisa, I thought that was awesome. But then I also felt really sad. Um, right. I've been reading some stuff about about motherhood right now and watching another show. Um, on Netflix, and it just makes me feel sad about being a, a mom in general because it feels like you kind of push all of these feelings down. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. That that you see it got the real. Tinge, yeah. Tinge of sadness. Yep. Yeah. 
There's no me. idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, how do you feel about this episode? Ranking it, if you want to. Uh, I think this is a great episode. I remember early on, you're like, season one isn't isn't the strongest. So I can't wait for season two because these there hasn't been strong. a bad episode. Yeah, well, episode yet. Strong. So I, I really really enjoy this one, and I love the depth that they that the Simpsons. The show has like all these human emotions. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed it. As far as ranking, it's not top, but it's probably top two, top two or three. No, that's pretty close to top. Yeah, and I, and I wanted to mention one thing, which was my favorite joke was when Marge uh, goes looking for Lisa. Lisa's on the bridge with bleeding gums, Murphy. And March pulls up, <laughs> and she's like, "Lisa, get away from that jazz man!" And then to Murphy, she said, "It's nothing personal. I just fear the unfamiliar." Yeah, <laughs> it's like beautiful, like white suburban mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yep. But let's be real here. That was a good episode. And when I said that season one wasn't the best, I shouldn't have phrased it that way. Season one isn't what The Simpsons. Became, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Season one is like a sitcom. Yeah, that, yeah. That they don't have their developed right. Homer is this caricature of a dad, right. or Marge is like this, or Bart is like this, and Lisa's like this. Yeah. Like it was a lot more complex character wise. But but the Simpsons it becomes more of this. I mean, it becomes more of what we recognize as the Simpsons today, or what we remember the glory days of the Simpsons. Like in the third season, that's when they start putting the foot on the gas. But right now, it's like, it's a really good sitcom. It's really funny. It's really good. It deals with real issues. But like Bart the General is still my favorite episode. That's the closest glimpse we get to where The Simpsons, you know, became. Favorite episode overall or so far that we've seen? So far. Bart the General. Okay. Yeah. This I, I, this is like a B to me. Mm-hmm. A B episode. Um, and, but par- partially because it's, it's very compact. Right? Yeah. And the Homer and Bart stuff are, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I couldn't get over the fact that there's blood in the Atari system. I just, that's not something <laughs> I'm ever thinking I like it because it was a Lisa-centric episode. And yeah. while there have been ton, a lot of them, realistically, it's more, well, the beginning was Bart. Bart the genius. Bart. Bart the general. Yeah. And I, and I like I liked that it was uh, focused on Lisa. Well, my favorite Lisa episodes come a little bit. Well, I think it comes in the second season where Lisa makes the Thanksgiving centerpiece. Yeah. And uh, there's another one where she becomes vegetarian. And uh, so there's a lot of great Lisa-centric episodes coming. And this, while it was very funny and very telling, it just, to me, was like, I, I remember watching it as a kid, like, and just not. You know. This is the first one I remember seeing, by yeah. the way. This is the first Simpsons episode that I when recall does seeing. The substitute teacher come in. I think that's season three. That may be my my favorite episode. That's a good Lisa episode. <laughs> that's too. a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, parting thoughts, anybody? Well, I'm just interested. Um, maybe not parting thoughts, but like, Hillary, you haven't watched as much Simpsons as as we have. But you've definitely watched them. But like, what? Does the do the characters in this episode kind of jive with what you think of when you think of The Simpsons? Well, when I think of The Simpsons, I usually think of it being a bit more sitcommy and having some of the like archetypes already kind of built up. And uh, this definitely seemed a lot more complex. But I can't tell again if that's because 
it's always that complex or there's always more levels than I've been appreciating. It's just now I had to think about it a bit more or if this is uh, just, like you said, a little bit different from later seasons. Do you have a favorite part in this episode? I, I love the I love the part where Marge goes to bat, and then I love the part where she says, "I'll I'll smile for both of us," because honestly, that seems like a real ass mom thing to say. Yeah, 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 dude, that shit's sad. I think part of the reason I don't like this episode as much is because not just cynical, it's depressing. Yeah, yeah. But the, no, this there was a moment that was real feel good Simpsons, but it was also depressing. Like just the existential, overarching existential theme of it was like life is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she she had a lot of people that care uh, about her around her, trying to like give them their own version of what makes them feel good. Yeah, right. Like Bart has his hand in it. Homer does, even if it doesn't seem like the most productive way. Marge is thinking about it. Like they all care about her and want to see her. Like. You know, thrive, and everyone's working together as families would to like be balanced, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. I think this episode hit home. I know as a kid, I was like, "You got you kind of spoke to this a little bit, Trey." But like, you know, you're not like not prone to being smiley, not prone to being like a cheery person. So this episode like hit that mm-hmm. that nail on the head. Where you're like, it's it be it's hard being in a world where every you know when you're down and everybody else is up. So, you know, whatever. I think... And this... Yeah. I touched to the, like, being a being a woman and then, like, being told to smile a lot more than, like, yeah. even... I'm being told to smile, like, all the time. Which is weird, too, that it was written by men. But yet they, they like, somehow were, like... Not that they... Not to be... Not that it was, like, the most nuanced portrayal of that, but it was still cool that they, like... I don't know. Somehow these that talented issue. fiction writers. <laughs> yeah, wrote, I don't know. Wrote, wrote a good piece they're like, what would it be like to be a woman? <laughs> well, I also like that when she step when when uh, Lisa steps out of the car after after Marge telling her, oh, you know, smile. Buck you'll up. be popular if you, you smile. Popular, you'll, you'll get invited to all the parties, and then you'll be happy from that. So she steps out of the car, walks into these two boys, random looking. Simpsons yeah. characters again. Really yeah. weird. Well, it just looked like they just scribbled them. Like yeah. at the last minute, they're <laughs> like, oh, fucking boy. Uh, Mark, boy. But with his face elongated and whiter. <laughs> so anyway, so she runs into them and he's like, oh, you seem pretty cool. You should come over to my house and do my homework. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen you before. And, yeah. And then the, the, the kicker is when the band um, leader comes out and says, we're not going to have any more uh, creative outbursts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. Uh, it was it's a, a really good episode, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. There hasn't been a bad episode yet. No bad episodes yet. I, I'm, no. I'm, I'm waiting. What do you think for like a we'll, tank, just like a tanker yeah, episode? Just it's just like episode. wow. I love the opinion that there, there are no genuinely bad episodes until the ninth season. Ninth and, season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There are no stinkers. Yeah. There, there's some mediocre ones, but. You gotta wait till season nine. So uh, we should start doing a countdown from here. When we do a hundred episodes, is when we get the Simpsons tattoo. That's right. Oh, baby, I don't know if I told you about this, (laughs) but at a hundred episodes, we're getting a tattoo. Trey and I are getting a tattoo, and so is Andrew. He agreed to it, and And now we are ninety-five episodes away. Ninety-five episodes, yeah. From a Simpsons tattoo. So much time to think about it. Yeah, we probably won't be friends by then. 
I'm gonna, gonna get gonna you real, as a fucking Simpsons character. I'm gonna be a real famous <laughs> Simpsons podcaster. I'm gonna leave you motherfuckers behind. Like, oh yeah, this is Andrew Hilbert Simpsons world. Yeah. Good luck <laughs> selling that it's shit. Gonna be called Andrew Hilbert shot Mr. Burns. That's a good idea though. You guys should all Simpsonize yourself and that should be your tattoo. Oh yeah. wow, that's a great But idea. each other. You have to tattoo, you have yeah. to get each other. I call Trey. I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> that means you got Miguel. You get Miguel tattooed on you. You kind of have a Flanders esque You do, oh, dude. I can't work. wait for sexy Flanders segment. <laughs> you know, last sexy Flan- This is when shit gets real equal. Yeah. Whenever we start doing sexy Flanders. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We were waiting for sexy Flanders then. I, I have been waiting for sexy Flanders. I'm like, where? When? Where's Ned at? We got him right here, dude. <laughs> No, nah, I said real, sexy Flanders. You got you got Ned Flanders cosplay. <laughs> I'm a uh, Flappy Flanders. I'm Glandular Flanders. I'm Flangular. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Andrew Hilbert. That's Miguel Villa. That's Trey Hudson. We're joined by Nina. Nina and Hillary. And Hillary. Uh, and I hope you had a good time. This uh, this podcast was produced under duress. Aboard the Cockroach Conservatory. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash aobert. Goodbye!